what, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Should we be quirky about it? Be like, hey, Upper East Siders. <laughs> We're not. We're not. Maybe We're... one day. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Hey there. My name is Jill. I'm Katie. And this is the Ultimate Insiders. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Okay. So how this is going to work, I'm going to, we should introduce ourselves in a second, but how it's going to work is we're going to do an episode by episode breakdown. Um, So obviously the first one is going to be the first episode. Um, The pilot, if you will. Yes. Um, Which is all kinds of chaos because it doesn't match up to any of the other episodes. So. (laughs) No, it's weirdly short. I was watching it. I watched it this morning. And and there's a lot of plot holes. so short? There's a lot of plot holes. There's a lot of characters that just aren't in it. Uh, I mean, actors that aren't in it by a lot. There's one. Um, and and then it just like, it, it's like a whole bunch of lead up. And then all of a sudden at the end, it's like action done. Yeah, no, literally. It's, it's wild. So um, I'll start because um, this was my idea. So I'll start <laughs> with my introduction. Um, so my name is Jill. I have been obsessed with Gossip Girl since I was eight. <laughs> the first episode aired. Um, I read all the books when I was younger. I haven't read them since, but I'm planning on rereading them because I feel like I have nothing else to do, so why not? Um, I've seen the show in its entirety over a hundred times. I yeah, Katie's like, <laughs> almost impossible. Like, I don't understand how that's possible I rewatch it almost every month that's a lot of time that's a lot of hours I looked it up yesterday there's like 121 episodes of Gossip Girl that's probably like 121 around 100 hours. well I mean not quite but yeah almost yeah um but yeah so I am insane um I don't rewatch every single episode now like I'm kind of I get to the point where I'm like I know exactly what this I can word for word do this episode myself I could like I'll just move on um but my favorite episode is I want to say what my favorite episode is because I feel like that tells you a lot about a person um my favorite I have two favorite episodes my favorite episode number one is the season three Thanksgiving episode the treasure of Serena Madre because it is chaos upon chaos and I love it and then my other favorite is, I can't remember what the episode is called, but it's season four. It's Nate's birthday um, when they play Assassin. And I don't know why I just really love that episode. It just brings me all sorts of joy for no reason. I just love it. I feel like something weird happens in that episode. And then I t- I like snapped you about it. I'm like, what is happening? I think you, yeah, I think you like snapped me. But I don't remember what it was. That episode's crazy. So probably. Um. I'm Katie. I started watching Gossip Girl right before season six. Like I caught up all of Gossip Girl and then I was able to watch season six in real time. So that was fun. I remember like going to school the next day and talking to my friend and being like, oh my God, can you believe it? And she was like, no. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Like me neither. Sure. I don't believe it either. Cause I truly was, I don't know. I, I have opinions, but I'm also like, what are the other people talking about? What do you think about it? Um, anyway, uh, I, uh, I wouldn't say I have a favorite episode because they, because I watched them all in such a binge that they all blur together. I did just finish a rewatch, except I didn't watch all of season six. In fact, the only episode in season six I watched was the finale. And that was me watching that on New Year's Eve right before it left Netflix, but it's okay. Cause now it's on HBO max. Yay. I'm so happy. Oh my God um I yeah season six is mostly a soap opera <laughs> like the whole show is a soap opera but season six is so much isn't a soap it opera. isn't it technically considered like a primetime soap opera gossip girl yeah I thought I read Probably. that somewhere most likely years ago yeah most likely um when I was younger I was just like the drama I love this and like I was way too young to be watching it but I did anyways and I was obsessed with it none of my friends got into it until high school and so I was just like alone in my (laughs) useless knowledge that I have of like the most intricate details of Gossip Girl and now like all my friends have seen it at least three times and I'm like thank god 
Gossip Girl isn't really a show I bring up a lot. Like it's my number one comfort show. Oh, see, mine is Parks and Rec. And I'm so bummed. Like, I don't want to buy Peacock. You can watch it for free on Peacock. I know, but then you have to watch commercials. Oh, that's true. Whereas I'm so used to just being able, I watched on, well, I I, A watched it when it was um, airing, but B, I I just started binging. My parents are just like, haven't you seen Parks and Rec enough? And I said, never. Anyways, so we need to start talking about this episode. So we watched the first episode. Episode 101, the pilot. What's it called? What's the name of it? Let's give all of the details about the pilot. When did it air? The original air date was September 19th, 2007. So take yourself back. Where were you uh, 13 and a half years ago? Uh, Like when it was airing? Yeah. I had just gotten back from dance class and I turned on the CW (laughs) to watch Gossip Girl. Air. I was eight years old. I had just gotten back from probably tap and... (laughs) came back to watch Gossip Girl. Is it just called Pilot? It's probably just the pilot because this was probably before the whole series got greenlit. Which is why it's so like so many plot holes and everything it is. I can't believe it's just called Pilot. Yeah. I feel like people usually name pilots. Well now they do but a lot of shows then didn't because it was like not a for sure thing that it was ever going to get greenlit. So they just didn't name it. Hmm. it's weird anyways um, so what did you what's the first thing you want to discuss from the episode well I want to discuss um the very not the very beginning but when you end up in the loft with Dan and Jenny and Rufus they're talking about the fact that Rufus and his band Nighthawk were uh ranked in what is it Rolling Stones like top 10 forgotten bands of the 90s. How old is wait, are these people? Wait, How old what are wait, wait, what did you say the band was called? Nighthawk? That's not what it's Lincoln Hawk. Sorry. Oh, then what's a Nighthawk? I don't know, but it's Lincoln Hawk. <laughs> oh, I'm wrong. Um <laughs> sure. Lincoln Hawk. The top 10 uh forgotten bands of the 90s which leads me how old are dan how old is dan supposed to be in this 15 or 16 okay so 15 or 16 minus 2007 takes you to about like 1991 was rufus just like touring when he like just got married and had a kid most likely i mean maybe that's why allison left him is because she's like Maybe that's why Allison left her. She was like, you can take care of the kids. I had to take care of them. <laughs> I, was, I was sitting there and I was going, wait a second. Like, well, this would make sense now. And it, but it's but funny because... In 2007? No. Then you find out that, like, I mean, later on in the show, you find out that, like, Lillian Rufus met while he was touring in the late 80s. So... That's what could, the timeline of the show confuses me it's the timeline the pilot messes up the whole timeline of the show and I said like the time the pilot messes up the timeline of the show it messes up the characters it messes up so because there are so many holes that are like inconsistent with literally the rest of the show like there is a part like Chuck said um him and Nate were talking and Nate was like yeah when Nate was like he's oh, like do you want my dad's mom is Viagra? Out of country house this weekend yeah or he's my like mom. do you want my dad my mom's Paxil yeah and I was like Chuck's mom like I was like that doesn't track. He doesn't, his mom's dead. <laughs> like at this point, his mom is dead. So that didn't make any sense. But yeah. But the I'm fact like, that it's like, I don't know how old these characters are supposed to be. If like, is Rufus just like that bad of a, was he like that bad of a dad at the beginning where he's like, I'm going to go tour deuces. I wouldn't be surprised because he sits there on his little pedestal all the time talking about how he's a good parent. He probably he's is like, overcompensating. I'm a good dad. I'm a good dad. I'm raising you which, too. Speaking of which, speaking of which, talking about him being a good dad, I wrote this down because it bothered me. The amount of times that he like shit talks their mom to them, like backhanded. I'm like, how does that make you a good father? Like that's so messed up. He 
he's, I don't know. Yeah, he's like in the first hurting, episode, but... right? But like, not to, don't do that to your kids. Like, come on. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Do that. Um, but speaking of which, I wanted to count. I want to while we're rewatching it, I want to go through and I want to count how many times they reference being poor. Like that's like I've always wanted to do it and I've never have done it. But I want to count how many times the Humphreys claim to be poor, but they live in a loft mm-hmm. in Williamsburg. Yeah, and they send, and they send. He's a single dad sending his kids. Sure, they're on scholarship. Sure, even to, then, it's expensive. To a prep school on the Upper East Side. Yeah, it, it, it. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. And it like, like and are, I do you hate like, New York public schools that bad? Are you so elitist in your education? I have this like weird thing. That's the like, thing is- against elitist educations. Yeah, where I'm like. So that's like the one thing that bothers me. They're like, no, he's going to go to Dartmouth. Like that's the one thing that like, the captain says to about Nate. Like, he's going to go to Dartmouth. And he's like, well, I want to go to like UCLA or USC. Yeah. And it's like, um, those are also in my mind, elitist educations. Yes, you, UCLA is a state school, but it's UCLA. It's still, yeah, but it's like my issue, a- my biggest issue with like, Rufus with the Humphreys in general is the elitism within them out like I think it's worse than any other characters in the show and that should tell you something because the characters are literally the most like the definition of like white privilege and so like Rufus and Dan especially like they're the worst about it the dad Rufus owns a art gallery like that's something rich people do right and then like there's a whole I literally wrote Rufus is more elitist than he like claims to be because no, he just because he doesn't live sorry just because he doesn't live on the upper east side doesn't mean he doesn't have like doesn't mean like well it's not even elitism in the sense like of money and everything it's elitism in the sense of like oh we're better than you because we aren't as rich as you like it's like that's still elitism yeah. because you think you're better than someone else and like yeah. Like Daniel's the, or Daniel, I was reading the book earlier. Dan is like the worst, <laughs> the worst about it because he like will go, he literally has a savior complex about the Upper East Side. And like, like whenever he finds Serena's phone, hey, he doesn't take it back until the next day. Like where she lives. That's something I wrote down. Why was he at the palace? He's a creep. That's why. Why was he there? Because Jenny was like, oh, no, I bet she's just all alone at the Palace Bar drinking martinis. And he's like, oh, I must oh have just cool. Like Let me go find her because he's a literal creep. I don't like Dan. I think he's the most uncomfortable character. He is so creepy. He's a stalker. I don't like him. So, like, he goes to the palace. He finds her phone. Like, she drops her phone and he grabs it. Doesn't go, hey, she's literally not that far from him. He could be like, hey, Serena. I have your phone, but he doesn't. And then he waits until the next day, goes all the way back to the Upper East Side, goes to the palace, takes her phone. And I'm like, why would you wait until the next day? That doesn't make sense. And this is long before um, passcodes existed on phones. I wonder what information he was getting in that phone. Exactly. I don't like it. It makes me so uncomfortable. Um, But another thing that I noticed in the episode, I talk about this a lot. All my friends think that I'm like insane. And they're like, I bet they just pulled out of their ass that Dan was Gossip Girl. And I was like, no, I'm pretty sure it was calculated. Like, I'm pretty sure they knew from the beginning. Because in the pilot episode, there's a scene towards the beginning of the episode, or like maybe the middle, um, where it's like the Gossip Girl voiceover. And it's like, I don't remember the exact words. That's one secret I'll never tell. And it's literally a shot of Oh, and who am I? And who am I? That's one secret I'll never tell. You know you love me. XOXO. Gossip Girl. Which at that point is so wait, well yeah, and they also show the Gossip Girl website and I took a picture of it because it intrigued me so much. So like you have the Gossip Girl logo, which Mm. just looks like the Barbie logo. Like it just looks it just looks like it's Barbie. (laughs) <laughs> and then it's like and then it says welcome welcome to gossip girl the site about the upper east side for the upper east side and by the upper east side and then you get gossip the latest and greatest 411 on all the in quote in people and then what reason number 
643 why we love the tishes main and then Brerley's new uniforms are fugly um I don't understand what that means and what, really? says, Serena Vi- like no the, the no why it's why that's above anything and why that's written there oh who knows and then there's um gossip there's home gossip posts pics parties links more and then it says you know you love me do you know what the wildest thing this isn't in the first episode but do you know what the wildest like part of the gossip girl site is like the weirdest section of it is is the spotted map there's literally a way to track people how do they do that like how did they like how did I like none of it makes sense to me how were they able to before find my friends existed yeah like how were they able to check them on their Nokia phones like what well I mean I what I am assuming yeah happened is they go here's a picture of this person and then you say like you there you type in like spotted this person and then you say where and then that just gives you it in the gossip girl just put where you are right that's what I always figure but then there's like those scenes where it's like Blair in a church and I'm like why would anyone be around this like that's what like it's like the weirdest things like that I just like don't it's used and in the show it's just used as like a transition to tell you like what's going on or like if some if like Blair or someone's like scheming something and then they're just like oh where is he there he is yeah he's wherever um anyways so then there's like I one of my favorite things about the first episode is the use of the song what goes around comes around by Justin Timberlake I think it is so good like I love I love how they put that like when they put that song in I just think it's like what's the what's the song that goes because that's at the beginning or something like that I don't know how the song goes but that's whenever I hear that song I only think of Gossip Girl no literally a lot of songs I'll like hear them and I'm like not that I hear that song often Every time I hear, like, a lot of songs, though, like, a lot of, like, early 2000s bops, I'm just like, oh, this was in Gossip Girl, and everyone's like, what? (laughs) And I'm like, that's how I know most popular music from, like, early 2000s, just because I never really paid attention. Um, While you're looking at that, there's a a line that just bugs me. Yes. And it's when Lily goes to see Rufus at his gallery after, um, after... Dan returns Serena's phone and and they're like oh we're going out tonight and she goes and she's like why is my daughter going to one of your shows and then I don't know what happens and then she goes with your son and he goes Dan oh god makes me want to like gag when um Rufus goes Dan scored a date with Serena I'm just like it's uncomfortable. I hate, I hate that. I hate that. I, uh, I don't like when people, like, as if, oh, mm, mm, I don't like, I don't know. I'm very, very um, picky with, like, terms I like to use in relationships or in, or about relationships. Like, hey, the word babe, ugh, cut it. Really? I used to have yeah. my friends, though. I don't know if I would use that. Like, I don't know how often I would no. use a relationship. But, like, with my friends, that, I babe all the time. That's a different thing. Absolutely. Yeah. But, like, also the idea of, like, scoring a date. Or, like, <laughs> oh, you have a hot date. See, like, but <gasps> what bothers me about him saying it. that is she is a teenager. And he's a... Exactly. Dad. And it's, like, as if she's a prize to be won. Yes! <laughs> and I get that that's, like, a term people used maybe like, possibly also, still do but it's like it's cringy it makes me go like the way he said it was so like predatory like i, I know he's like dan like, scored a date with serena like i like made like, the note i made a note and then i even put the little like gagging emoji next to it <laughs> i have one of my okay so one of my least favorite lines in the first episode is um when 
Jenny calls Dan to come and meet her. I think it's at Bendel's is where she's at. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Bendel's. Um, and Serena and Eric show up there or whatever. But before Serena and Eric show up, she's like, she has a dress on or whatever. And Dan's like, oh yeah, you look like, you look really good, Jenny, like whatever. And then she goes, too bad it costs more than our rent. There was oh. no way in hell that that dress costs more than their rent. Like, I know, but was it like Dior? Right. Well, even how much is their rent? Even then, eleven hundred dollars. Like even then, that dress though, like knowing the pricing of most like short formal dresses that are that were sold at Bendel's because Bendel's is honestly, it's not around anymore, but it honestly wasn't as expensive as other department stores. And knowing, like with my knowledge of like fashion and pricing of fashion and that kind of thing, there is no way that that dress costs more than a loft in Williamsburg. Absolutely no way. And it's like, oh, is she being like hyperbolic? I don't know. Right. But it's like, or is she just like so out of touch that she genuinely doesn't know, like her parents just genuinely don't tell her or like. I don't know, like the whole thing was just very uncomfortable. I don't like it when they talk about how poor they are because I'm like, you aren't poor though. You're just not as rich as everybody else. You're just not the 1%. Right, and it's like, and oh my, like it drives me insane. And the amount of times that Dan is like, yeah, this world, it's your world about like Serena. And it's just like, okay, but put yourself in your shoes. She can't control what world she's raised in. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's stuff like that where mm-hmm. Serena genuinely isn't as bad. Serena's not my favorite character, but she's not as bad as she could be. And he acts like every single person that was born into that world is like the worst because they were born into it. Like, that's not their fault. Just like, it's not your fault that you weren't born into it. Like, that whole well, thing I mean, bothers me. I think as he like becomes friends with these people, he has... He, he conflates his opinions of the people with the society. Like, yeah. yes, obviously he spends more time around that society, but I mean, he is just only hanging out with one group of friends. Like right. there's a whole other people, there's a whole other group of people at the school to like hang around with. Also back and to Eric, like five other hair. schools too. Yeah. Eric's hair. Can't get through it. Can't get it. Can't do it. Eric's hair goes through so many horrendous phases throughout the show, and it's so funny to me. I love it. I want to know, like, part of me is like, did they want to make him blonde to, like, match his mom and sister? No, I think it was Or were they just doing, like, the 2007, like, chunky highlights? I think they were just doing, like, the chunky Frosted Tips highlights thing. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. But. Oh, my God. We went through Um, that. Anyway, another note I have on here, and you and I have talked about this before. Why are Nate and Chuck on a bus? <laughs> we literally talked about this last night. So, like, it makes me laugh because literally every other episode post the pilot airing, they Chuck takes a limo to school, Nate probably takes a the town idea, car. Like, it's so The idea of taking funny. a limo, like a stretch limo to school. It's in so embarrassing. <laughs> like, I like, would be like, embarrassed. Well, it's funny because, like, at that time, like, really looking back on, like, when the show came out and, like, when the books came out and everything, it's, like, that was, like, the height of luxury. Like, you could afford to take a limo every day. But, like, now, nobody takes a limo anywhere. You take, like, a luxury SUV or a town car or like something yeah, like that. You, you take an Escalade. You take a, a bl- right. black Escalade. Speaking of Escalades, I saw an Escalade. The other, this has nothing to do with anything, but I saw an Escalade the other day. Please keep in mind, I live, I'm in Kentucky at the moment. Oh, I was going to say, are Escalades not common around you? <laughs> no, they are. They are. They're like everywhere, like um, in the town or in like the city where I'm like from. But I saw an Escalade the other day that was wrapped in Louis Vuitton <laughs> and I wanted to die I was like this is the ugliest thing I've ever seen well I mean I in think my life I think that having your logo a million places like having your pattern just be your logo I hate it there is I something that look like Louis Vuitton has like some like plain things that I like but like other than that Louis Vuitton is so stupid to me like I don't understand why people buy Louis Vuitton bags. They buy Louis Vuitton because they say, 
and and that's the thing at least in my opinion yeah louis vuitton you buy that like classic tote that has like the lv print all over it and it's a signifier of i have money but like even then it's like suburban money like you look like a suburban woman usually yeah you know what i mean like it's just like i don't get it but I'm, I don't know, like, because I look at bags and stuff, and I'm like, I, like, Michael Kors, Michael Kors makes me want to scream, because A, racist, B, everyone that carries those bags, they only got them at, like, TJ Maxx, and I'm like, y'all only have this, because you're like, oh, it's a designer that I can buy for cheap, and it's like, okay, that's fine, if you like it. And everyone knows that, like, if you, if you want to say, it's, it's cheap designer, right, it's not like you're, yes, it is, designer but it is also people know it's cheap designer but like at what cost like why would you want a michael kors bag after the things that he has tweeted about black people like it's just i don't understand it it doesn't know i i pretty much stick to kate spade because it's classic and cheap and And she's a quality person and we love her rest in peace yeah and it's good quality stuff too yeah i love it and it's cute yeah I do okay I have this I have I do have this like goal I don't know if I told you this but when I get like a big job big job if I end up like one day getting like a raise or a promotion or I, I get a new job and I'm like going and it's in New York which is like what I want yeah I love California so much but New York is where I want to be. Yes. Um, I keep telling myself, I'm going to buy one of those, like, classic black Chanel purses. Oh, like the boyfriend bag or... Um, I don't know, just, like, the classic like the classic ones, yeah. That, like, yeah. Because I love... Oh, I'm those on everything today. It's are classic, and they're so pretty. Mm-hmm. Just, I like, the quilted. Chanel. I do, too. Um, I, I keep, like, I'm, like telling myself I'm like that's what you'll get as like a treat yourself yeah for like a congrats on getting this mine is like I would do um a Chanel bag and I have this pair of Tiffany sunglasses I really want because you know I love sunglasses and there's a pair of Tiffany sunglasses I've been wanting for like three years and I just like can't ever afford them because I'm in college still and my job pays me nothing um but like as soon as I get like my first job that's like the first thing I buy is my Tiffany sunglasses um, then the next thing Where is, is my tip and then like the Chanel bag and then a pair of Chanel espadrilles that I've had my eye on for yeah, you, wanna just, like, you just want to ball out oh I've been like this my whole life I just I love no like I'm gonna treat myself with all of these things whereas I'm yeah. like well it's like those I are my top three one. things those are my top three things it's just like my whole life I've wanted like all this stuff but I am from an area where if you wear anything like that, you look like the worst person on the planet. So, like, I can't ever justify doing it. So. I'm not. I'm from a, I don't want to say I'm from, like, a bougie area, but I'm from, a, I live around bougie areas. Like, when I tell you I have never fit in where I'm from, I genuinely mean that. Like, all my friends are, like, none of, like, you don't make sense here. <laughs> because I literally don't. And it's so funny. Like my entire life I've been like this. And then Gossip Girl just made it worse because I was like eight years old and I was like, that's where I need to be. And that's still how I feel. So <laughs> Oh my gosh. But like speaking of how they dress and like what they wear and stuff, mm-hmm. I am so shocked that they have such freedom over their uniforms. Okay. Yeah, I think about this a lot because there's no way that that's like genuinely allowed. <laughs> I don't understand how they truly just like manipulate their uniforms as much as they want they're like as long as it has the tiniest bit of plaid we're fine right oh my god I don't don't get it oh something else I've written down not one but two sexual assaults by Chuck Bass (laughs) in the first episode he tries, he starts on Serena. Oh, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Jenny at the end of the episode. And I'm just like, 
I know he grows so much as a character. He has like one of the best character growths out of all the characters in the show. And I adore him in the last like two and a half seasons. But it's like, that will always be in my mind. I will never let that go because it bothers me so much that in the span of two days, this man tries to sexually assault two women or two girls who like would never ever be interested in him. Like it just, it genuinely bothers me and I can never not have that in my mind. Yeah. When the whole Serena thing happens, I'm, how, Maybe this is just me not knowing how things work on the Upper East Side, but how are two clear teenagers, teenagers, mm. able to sit at a bar and order drinks? Well, Serena lives there. And I'm sure that like, because, okay, so there's actually- it's not the sitting at the bar that's the problem. It's the, how is the bartender just like, the palace isn't concerned about their liquor license? So there's a, um, I don't know if you know about this. There's a reality show that came out within the first couple of years of Gossip Girl airing. It only has one season, um, but it's literally like the real life Gossip Girl. Like these kids are like literally the real life Gossip Girl. Um, and I watched it and I want to rewatch it. It's been a while since I watched it. I want to find it and rewatch it. I can't even remember what it's called. Um, but there's like a part in like one of the first episodes where they were, they're like talking about how like they literally can drink whenever they want it, wherever they want around Manhattan. And they were saying it's literally because they own Manhattan. <laughs> so they're like, they're genuinely believing that they are allowed to do it because they own the city. <laughs> and it made me so uncomfortable, but I'm like, but the fact that they're not entirely wrong <laughs> because they their parents own a lot of New York City. And that like, it's horrendous, but like, yeah, that's essentially what it is. It's because they're allowed to do whatever they want because of their parents and who their parents are and how much money they have. I don't know, there's the whole thing like uh, in a later episode where they get a fake liquor license and then it gets shut down. Oh, but like, well, Jack got the fake liquor license for Chuck and made them think it was real and that whole thing, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, and then once they found out it was fake, they like called the cops to, do that whole thing. That's their whole, own party. Yeah, that was a weird, confusing episode. Um, but yeah, that whole thing—it's very stupid, but it is what. It so is. the idea of them renting out a venue for a high school party—that's my dream. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm like, maybe I'm just like suburban trash, but I can't imagine renting out a venue for a party I so when I was in high school I wanted to do like a big birthday party one year I didn't have enough friends to do it so it really like no one liked me in high school I didn't have like any friends so I wasn't able to do it but like I wanted like a gossip girl-esque birthday party one year so to make up for me not having friends my mom literally with drinks like, yeah my mom um literally had like we got a ballroom at like one of the hotels and um we all like all my friends and I got dressed up and we we had like an Oscar themed birthday party because my birthday fell on the Oscars that year which happens a lot um and so and I was obsessed with like the Oscars and films and all that stuff so we did like an Oscar themed birthday party which was as close as I was ever gonna get in my high school days to like a gossip girl esque birthday party it's not even it's not even a birthday party it's just a party which is like that's the thing that was, I've always wanted one I've always wanted like a huge ass party for no reason I do have an idea though because you know how I don't want to get married like I have like no intentions of getting married as of okay. now in my life I don't ever want to get married so I have this idea because I've always wanted to get married to the plaza. That's just always been my dream. Thanks, Eloise, at Christmas time. Ooh, or, that's a Monday. Oh, yeah. But I plan on marrying Rich, so it's fine. If I ever get married, I'll marry Rich. <laughs> that's always been like plaza, my life. Or discount. <laughs> Girl, no, I'm not working at the plaza. Um, maybe it's like PR for the plaza. Exactly. Um, Work for the plaza. Get some discounts somehow. True. Um so if I end up not getting married by 40, 
I'm going to throw myself a party that is as big as a wedding reception at the plaza. And it's you're going to pull a Sue Sylvester and marry yourself. Yes, it's going to be huge. And I was like thinking about it and I was like, it's literally going to be so, it's going to be white tie. It's going to be like the fanciest shit on the planet. And it is going to be so much fun because the only reason I want to have a wedding is for the reception and to be the center of attention. So why not just throw myself like a gala (laughs) all about me? I will tell you galas, they're expensive. Oh yeah. No, I know. I've worked a couple galas. Yeah, I had an event. In my time. Planning, I had an event planning class, and we were like talking about all the pricing stuff, and yeah, it's crazy. Oh my but god, maybe you should get into special events. I do want to do like event planning. I love event planning, um, but COVID, so nothing's really happening. And that's where there's all these like. Um, uh, being from the world of nonprofit, there's a lot of like digital events or virtual events. Yeah, like I've I've done virtual events for the job I have now, but like virtual events are tricky. I haven't participated in any of them. They're very, very tricky. Every virtual event that I have participated in has just been like a, all right, this YouTube video is going live. <laughs> I'm like, oh okay, god. sure. Oh my god. But yeah. Um, what else? Did you have anything else written down? This episode is so boring. No. It's not boring. Yeah, it's just like, it's setting everything up. So it's like, my notes are, what is the timeline? Forgotten bands of the nineties. When was Dan born? And then Chuck and Nate on a bus. And then such <laughs> freedom in uniforms. Chuck refers to mom's Paxil. Teens publicly drinking. Why was Dan at the palace to run into Serena? Which you answered. And I just apparently my brain went for skipping over that uh dan quote um quote dan's going to date with serena puke emoji (laughs) and uh the idea that they rent out a venue for a high school party that's all i wrote down because that's all that happened my favorite thing is you have a note that literally says chuck and nate taking a bus and i literally have nate and chuck taking a bus (laughs) (laughs) oh i feel like we should discuss something so this just has to do with the show overall, but I feel like now's a good time to discuss it. Who's your favorite character throughout the show? Blair. Okay. I, okay, because I always say that, like, I don't have a favorite because I love Blair and Nate. Like, no, I, Blair. I always say I don't have a favorite, but, like, we all know I literally have a drawer full of headbands. I have, like, my winter fashion this year is like literally inspired by Blair in like season two and three. Like I'm literally obsessed with Blair Waldorf. Like have been. My uh, my winter wardrobe is inspired by every waspy mom from a musical. Valid, because I I am I am Cynthia Murphy. I am Mary Jane Healy. I am. I don't know. I don't know. All I'm wearing is athleisure at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I've only worn athleisure this entire year, apparently. <laughs> Mood past year of you know COVID yeah um but like Blair's like my favorite too but Nate Archibald yeah he's my he's oh god like I love Nate so much he is the very definition of perfection (laughs) which I hate saying about a white man but he is that's just the tea (laughs) he's so great Who's your least favorite character? My least favorite character is Dan Humphrey. Oh, mine's either Jenny or Vanessa. Mine is literally all tied. It is Dan, Jenny, Vanessa, and Rufus. All my least favorite characters. I don't even think of Rufus. Rufus isn't a character that like even passes my mind. He just like- Oh, I also every... hate Ivy. You know what? That's, yeah, Ivy's up there too. She's probably right after like all the Humphreys in my, in my list. She's, yeah horrendous um or right before so like if I'm going like least to favorite it's like the Humphreys Vanessa and then Ivy um Carol bothers me too Mm. Mm -hmm. I don't like she just is like I don't understand what her plan is half the time (laughs) like 
I just yeah and that could also just be the actress I don't know but like I just don't really understand her motive most of the time um and then I want to say Chuck is one of my least favorites just because in the first like two seasons he is so toxic he's toxic in like all the seasons at some point but he does have really good character growth I think Blair has the best character growth out of everybody in the show I think Chuck does. I think him and Blair both do because, I mean, he goes from sexually assaulting people in the first episode to saving Lily from a sexual assault by her uncle or by his uncle mm-hmm. in that one episode, which is a really good scene. Um, but then, like, there's Blair who, like, would scheme and didn't care who she hurt going to season five or six or whatever, saying, like, like telling Serena yeah, I had this plan in place, but as soon as I realized I was going too far and someone was going to get hurt, I stopped. And, like, that's, like, crazy character growth. <laughs> that's, like, insane. Yeah. Which I love. Do you know what's wild? Is like, and this happens to me on, on a lot of TV shows, if there is, like, minor characters and there's, like, two of them, I will, and they're always together, I will never know which is which, and I like to keep it that way. So on Gilmore Girls, there's a couple of them. So there's Madeline and Louise. I don't know which one's Madeline. I don't know which one's Louise. Then there's Colin and Finn in the later seasons. I don't know which one's Colin. I don't know which one's uh, Finn. In Gossip Girl, I don't know which one's Cotty. I don't know which one's Is, but (laughs) I'm going to keep it that way. I I don't want to know. I didn't know who in Gossip Girl you were going to mention, but like the minions make sense. That's fair. Yeah. Which one's Cotty? Which one's is? No clue. And we're gonna That's keep it that right. way. I know which one's which, but I won't tell you now because if you don't want to know, Thanks. I won't tell you. <laughs> at, at one point, they like at one point in like the in the podcast Gilmore Guys, they explain which is which for both um Madeline and Louise and Colin and Finn. And I'm like, nope, I don't want to remember this because I like they're just <laughs> the same person. They're they're one they're one person or one character. Oh god. Yeah, I. I don't know like the there's so many characters in Gossip Girl like there's so many people that like come in and out of this show like Georgina I love Georgina oh I do like Georgina I she's love a great her. character arc too she is she is amazing a lot of people are like she's the worst person I'm like yeah she's a bad person but she's a great character like yeah are you kidding me who in Gossip Girl isn't a bad person in some way well Nate Archibald but <laughs> No, <laughs> I will die on that hill that like Nate Archibald is the least problematic character in the whole show I will I mean, die on that hill I don't think I don't think Eric is that bad no Eric's he not, the whole he's thing, just never like he's, he also just has that whole thing where he um when Jenny is like being bad he has that whole thing where he like tries to sabotage her where he's valid um, though because she's dead the worst so like he's allowed yeah murder her if you have to like who cares jonathan's not a bad person jonathan matt, matt doyle, Doyle. <laughs> matt doyle. <laughs> my favorite thing is like there was one um tiktok no one's gonna know what we're talking about because like now we're just talking about theater but like there is this um tiktok that max clayton did of um like it was just literally just the camera on matt and he was like hey guys remember him he was on gossip girl <laughs> it was like the, that was the entire video <laughs> And it makes me laugh every time I think about it. Oh, God. I love Baby oh Matt Doyle. <laughs> Baby Matt Doyle. You see, like, random... That's the one thing about Gossip Girls. You get, like, random theater people in there. There's so many theater Deacons people. And- it's like SVU. Like, there's so many theater people because they film in New York. So why not? Yeah. I mean, the new the new Gossip Girl is going to have Adam Chandler. Adam Chandler. How do you say his last name? I've always re- done it as Barat. That's what I say. Okay. Adam, Adam Chandler Barat. I, they literally said his last name in the next to normal reunion and I just didn't pay attention. So that's on me. Um, but is Laura Benanti in it? Yes, she is. Why do I think Laura? Okay. She okay. is, yeah. Which I'm very excited okay. about because I love Laura Benanti. Kristen Bell is going to be reprising her role as the voiceover. As she should. I'm very excited. A part of me is, a re- so when I was watching the finale the other day, there's a whole part where it's like, oh, you know, these people will always... There will always be an outsider and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, it'd be cool if they like made those people the new, the new 
cast, but at the same time, I'm like, we have no idea who these people are. Right, and it's like, I love this new cast. They're all so hot and perfect. Like, I'm obsessed with them already. I don't know anything about them, but I'm obsessed with them already. I cannot wait. I'm very excited that it's going to be um, HBO doing it yes. rather than the CW. Because, because they can do a lot more things. They can do more things. They can get more gritty. Mm-hmm. They can get more like um, explicit. We don't have they to can, deal with hearing also, the words mother chucker. And like I think that's so, I, foster club. <laughs> like. <laughs> but but not just that but I don't know you look at some of the CW shows like the, they always have like a strong first season and then after that and by and after that it's, it's weird and and truly the only thing I'm talking about right now is um Riverdale but oh, I've never even seen Riverdale I did not have any I watched the first it. I watched the first season I really like the first season and I try to watch even two and I'm like this is bad the most I've seen of Riverdale is the video compilations on YouTube that are like Riverdale with the worst writing because they make me laugh so hard I'm a weirdo (laughs) the highs and lows the epic highs and lows of high school football what shut up like what are you talking about it's high school football oh my gosh like Jesus Christ I say that I'm like I grew up I say that like Riverdale is like the worst writing because it's so dramatic and I sat here like watching Gossip Girl for the past 13 years of my life and I'm just like (laughs) Uh, I'm very excited that HBO is going to be doing it oh big save I'm so happy let the new Chuck say the word fuck (laughs) that's my like goal whoever I'm pretty sure it's Thomas Doherty whoever like his equivalent is or his parallel is let him say it and let him be bisexual let him be bisexual like he is in the books because you barely let chuck be bisexual let this new guy be bisexual well this isn't chuck well no but it's a problem like his parallel like i want his parallel to be because i hope that there's i hope that they're not carbon copies of the original i don't think they will be um but like I do think that there will be like a lot of like some like similarities and like parallels to the characters in the original one because I do know that like within the new series it's gonna be like it's 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 just an extension so like all these characters exist in the world like they're all still like everyone's gonna know who Serena Vanowitzen is everyone knows who Nate Archibald is in this new world or like in this extension of the world so like I'm excited about that because it opens up the ability to have the original people come in and reprise their role as like, like you can have Chase Crawford. I just want Chase Crawford to come back. You can have Chase Crawford come back as Nate Archibald or Leighton Easter as Blair. Like you can have all these things happen, which I want so bad. Do you think that'll happen? Like, do you, who do you think is most likely to return? Cause I feel like Chase, Blake Lively Chase, will not return. I think Chase and Leighton are the, like the two most likely options. I genuinely think that because Chase Crawford already films the boys in Net- like for um, Amazon in New York. So like, who's to say like, he can't just go and do a couple scenes in Gossip Girl while they're filming. Like, it's not that difficult. I don't know I how- think, um, I don't know how- Kelly Easter- Rutherford. <gasps> I she'll, hope so. She'll, she'll be in it. She looks the same as she did when the first one aired. So like- <laughs> she doesn't age it's crazy ed westwick i'm not so sure about i'm gonna be honest <laughs> don't know about Ed Westwick. um because there was all that drama with him so i'm not a thousand percent sure and pen badgley do we think i don't know because i mean just, how did they all feel about their show like well, how do they feel about gossip girl like pen and what chase, was their relationship pen and chase did a like reunion thing with just the two of them like they did like a zoom call or something I haven't watched it all the way through I've watched like pieces and parts of it because I'm like afraid to watch it and just have them like shit on Gossip Girl I don't think that's what they did but like I've um seen a couple like pieces of it because I just I love both of them they're just so awesome but um I want to say that like they enjoyed their time in Gossip Girl. I mean, like it kickstarted a lot of their careers. So like, I want to say- I would say it kickstarted all of their careers. Yeah, pretty much. Um, 
so like I mean I want to say that they enjoyed it and I have a feeling that like if they were to extend to Chase like hey would you want to come be Nate for a second I'm sure he would do it I have faith that he would but that's also just me loving Chase Crawford and Nate Archibald more than anything (laughs) I just typed in Chase Crawford into Wikipedia, mm-hmm. and I think I got the wrong Chase Crawford. The wrong Chase Crawford? Yeah, this says, uh, Chase Alexander Crawford is an American actor and film producer from Monroe, Ohio. He is best known for his roles in independent films such as Goat and Radiant City. Also, this does not look like him. Yeah, that's not him. What the heck? Hold on, did I spell Chase wrong, or did I spell... C-H-A-C-E. So I spelled it right. What the hell? Oh, no. It, oh, I spelled it S-E. Oh, oh, well. His name is Christopher Chase Crawford. I was about to say, he's from Texas. Like, I was like, I don't know why Ohio. <laughs> that was random. But I knew he was from Texas. I know. Also, why wouldn't... And then I was like, why wouldn't it say gossip? Yeah. <laughs> Is the boys good? I love the boys. I am such a fan of that show. It is. Such but do you like it chaos. just because he's on it? No, I genuinely like love it. Like I didn't even I knew he was in it when I started it because I started it after the second episode aired on Amazon. Or like after. Yeah, like right after it was oh, a superhero show. Yeah, but like it's like a satire. Like it's like not really satire. Well, kind of. It's basically like, oh, if these superheroes were, like, if superheroes were real, and if they were the worst kick-ass, and if they were the worst human beings you could possibly think of. That sounds like kick-ass. Your microphone's messed up again. (laughs) It just sounds like kick-ass. I've never seen kick-ass. Um, but it's like... I started it right after it first came out on Amazon Prime, and I knew Chase Crawford was in it. I didn't know how much he was in it. His character's the worst in the first season. Like, he, like, drops his pants in front of this new girl that comes in, and it's, like, it's bad. But, anyway, he has a really good character growth, but it still doesn't excuse what he did. It was really gross. It says the production locations are in Toronto. Yeah, but it's set in New York. Not New York. It's set in New York, though. That's what I was thinking of. I'm an idiot. Yeah, it's, it's not like they're in, I mean, I'm not like Toronto and New York are that far. Right. I mean, like they're like, all of New York State away from each, they're a full, like, New York State away, but right. Toronto, I think, is on the Canadian border, isn't it? Pretty sure. I don't know anything about Canada. Um, but I love The Boys. I think it's a good show. Chase isn't in it as much as, like, the other characters are. So, like, I don't watch it just for him, but he's a good reason why I started it. Yeah, it's right on the border. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Well, then even then, like, he could come down it, like, and do it. It's, like, right on, um, it's, right on, it's, like, right on one of the lakes. I want Michelle Trachtenberg to come into the new Gossip Girl, and I want her to reprise her role as Georgina. Yeah. What lake is this? Lake Ontario, duh. I'm trying to think of what, like, other, like, minor characters could come back. Not even just minor characters, just, like, Jack Bass. Oh, what I would give. I love Jack Bass. Olivia Burke. Yes! (laughs) Bring Hillary Duff back. Oh, my God. (laughs) Bring Hillary. She didn't get to do her fire show. So... Yeah, well, and we know we know she's in New York because that's where they film Younger. Yeah, so like bring Lizzie McGuire into it, man. Is that show still on? I don't know. I Jeez. don't watch it. I don't like Sutton Foster, so. I don't either. Um, who else? Mm-hmm. I was gonna say Bart Bass. He's dead. I'm an idiot. Um, that's what really made it soapy. Is like they brought back somebody who was dead. But it was so good because I love Bart Bass. I I have always had such a That's crush weird. I have always had such a crush on him. Oh my god, he's so hot. Um, it doesn't help that like he's also an SVU. You and I he's, like super hot in SVU too. I'm just dropping. Can't agree. Do not agree. He's so fine. Are you kidding me? 
anyways <laughs> this is just gonna be me talking about all the men i'm in love with in gossip girl um who else is there you know what what we can like start every episode not start mm, yeah we can have like a segment where we just like have like a catch-up session where we just talk about things that aren't really related to gossip girl that are just like what's going on in your life and we can just call it, like all the steps of the met oh like, yeah we can just have it be our um our like catch-up like the house cleaning yes housekeeping housekeeping anyway words anyways house cleaning house cleaning um i'm trying to think of like what other characters there could be that could come back potentially because if like if my i have a theory that nate is gonna be mayor or some sort of mayoral something i have a theory that some he, sort of elected official yes so because like obviously in the finale they reference like him possibly running for mayor and he was like well i'm busy i have a wedding to attend to kind of a thing so um but then he says like but who wouldn't want to be mayor of new york city it's the greatest city in the world whatever um so like with that in mind obviously like i feel like if they were to bring nate back william would come back because william is like he's also one of my favorite like random characters i love william ritable he's Oh, I was. I also have a weird crush on William me. Vander Woodson. Also him. I mean, if you're wait, there's Lily two back. Williams. It's yeah. William Vanderbilt. Is his name? They mm-hmm. just said we'll just reuse the same name. It's fine. Yeah, because he's um because Trip is William Vanderbilt the third. I'm pretty sure, but they call him Trip for whatever freaking reason. I don't know. Um, but bring him back. He's in New York. Aaron Tveit's in New York. Bring Trip back um i don't know there's a lot of drama with him i don't know if they would bring him back yeah pretty sure he went to like prison <laughs> like pretty sure william sent him to prison <laughs> i think about that a lot that's like the funniest thing to me is like he was like oh i did it because i don't have my grandfather's love and he's like that's why you tried to kill your cousin okay sure <laughs> And then he's like, so many spoilers. Sorry, I don't care. Who, who cares? Um, but they don't know what I'm referencing. No one knows what I'm, unless you've seen it, you don't know what I'm talking about. Um, bring Trip back, but have him in prison. I think that would be hilarious. Um, don't bring Vanessa back. Let's leave her where she is. I don't want her to see her ever again. I don't even know where she is in the last part. I don't know. She just kind of like disappeared. Yeah. Like she shows up in the finale, but I. It's but she in a shows weird up in the way house. That everyone. Yeah. It's in a weird. She's like in a kitchen. She's like. Like a kitchen what? from like the 50s. <laughs> it was a weird color choice. It was like very yellow and like it was weird. Um, but yeah. I was like, are you supposed to be in like the suburbs? Like what happened? Right. It was weird. Um, she's back in Vermont. Um, I don't know. Damien Dalgard. I'd like to see him again. I love me some Damien Dalgard. He's great. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Jill, okay. I've seen the show. I just make sure you look lost. I didn't know. I was thinking. Oh. I was trying to think of other characters, but I truly couldn't. Who else, like, randomly showed up in that, like, finale piece when they were all Mike Bloomberg Bloomberg. (laughs) Mike Bloomberg showed up I talk about this all the freaking time literally the first person to find out that Gossip Girl like who Gossip Girl is Mike Bloomberg is like the first person I always thought it was Nerora oh my god remember when he was running for president stop oh my god oh and no one was like no no one was like nobody wanted him because we someone else who was in the new york socialite scene we don't we need another one like my god oh but like i think it, about that i remember that he ran for president the other day and i was like oof, thank I, god literally every single time i think of mike bloomberg i think of gossip girl that's like all i can think about because i'm like he really thought gossip girl was dorota that's like the only thing that comes to mind when i think of mike Bloomberg. i always thought it was dorota that should have been like his campaign slogan just like <laughs> gossip girl well, should have been dorota the amount of times like the trumps are referenced ivanka in... shows up and jared kushner yeah. in the same episode yeah and when i saw that i i guess i just like blocked that part out of my brain the last time i watched it <laughs> 
but I saw that and I was like, ooh, ooh. But it's mm. funny because like when you think about it, it makes sense. I mean, like, why yeah. wouldn't they be there? It's just like yeah. uncomfortable now. <laughs> yeah, like those characters definitely voted for the Trumps. Uh, most of them. I have my suspicions. I don't think that all. Well, Blair Blair is a Democrat. Through Blair through. is a Democrat. Nate is a Democrat. He's from a family of Democrats. Um, Serena's more, a Democrat. Yes. Um, Dan is voting for Bernie. Yeah. So is and is right. He's writing in Bernie. Yeah, he's the worst. Um, everything Dan does, I'm like, get out, kill him. I hate him. He's the worst. <laughs> Um, all the adults, though. All the adults. No. Except for Cyrus and Eleanor. Oh, two best characters. Yeah, Lily's like, that's my friend. I have to vote for him. <laughs> or she's like, I was friends with Ivana. Ivanka? No, Ivana, the first wife. Oh my god, that's right. I literally forget. Okay, when I hear Ivana, this is like the dumbest thing. This is gonna show how, like, childish I am. I hear Ivana and I automatically think of London Tipton's dog in Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Was that, was it Ivana or was it's it Ivana? Ivana? It's Ivana. Because I remember the game on like the Disney Channel website that was like, <laughs> no, like I, I bet Lily, like a psycho. I bet Lily voted for um, Biden just out of like spite for Trump because she's friends with Ivana. That would make sense. I could see that. I could see that. She's like, no, my friendship is more important. Oh, yeah. I feel like Chuck would eventually vote for Biden because Blair would twist his arm. Yeah, but he was definitely like a, he's a businessman. He knows yes. what he's talking about. Yeah, for sure. And, she, and then she, she's like, I will not have sex with you if you vote for him. <laughs> she like withholds sex. <laughs> she would. <laughs> That's a Chuck and Blair thing. <laughs> it would be, it'd be a whole Lysistratus situation. <laughs> Oh god. oh god right that's that's what i'm referencing the right thing right lizestrada are they like pretty sure they, they, they don't have sex with them until they win a war i'm pretty sure that's what it is the only do you know do you want to know how like terrible i am it's the only reason i know lizestrada is because of lizestrada jones the musical that lasted like what four weeks on broadway um oh god and it was it was based on um was it the cheerleaders wouldn't have sex with the basketball players until they won a game yeah or something like that i only know this is because in my um theater history class this past semester my professor wouldn't stop talking about how she was in a production of this okay so it says it's a comic about it's a comic account of a woman's extraordinary mission to end the Peloponnesian War between Greek city-states by denying all the men of the land any sex, which was the only thing they truly and deeply desired. That's the most, like, that just, it tracks. <laughs> that all yep. tracks. Anyways, okay. I feel like we've veered off so much because so, there's, there's nothing else to talk about. From the first. We just talked about like the political leanings of the characters. It's fine. It's fine. Um, there was a, actually that reminded me that there was a TikTok that a friend of mine sent me like months ago. Like this was so long ago. Um, and it was like how each of the Gossip Girl characters would have voted. And it was all incorrect. Let me I just saw say that. It was all incorrect. And I made like a reaction video to it because I was like this, it bothered me so much because they said that Nate was a Republican. I'm like, literally he's from a family of Democrats. Like they're like JFK style Democrats. So shut up. Like, please know what you're talking about before you make comments. <laughs> like it makes me so angry. You're like, just because he's a white golden retriever boy, like- doesn't mean doesn't mean the yeah um because like there was a reference in like one of the episodes where like Vanessa was like I feel like something at the Kennedy compound because she was like I feel like so like out of place here but then there was Did like say, I feel like Maryland at the Kennedy compound something like not Maryland but it was something like that like something it was weird it's because they go it's because it was that episode where like you first meet his you first meet grandfather yeah and like <laughs> she was talking to maureen that's what it was she was talking mm -hmm. to maureen um or maybe he just maybe she just said a republican at the canadian compound that may have just oh yep that's it that's what it was um but 
it makes me laugh because like then there are so many other references to the fact that like they're democrats and people just completely miss all of that because they're not like the democrats that we want them to be they're like more new york democrats they're the more right-leaning democrats right they're democrat by name yeah they're jf they're the kennedys that's literally they're based off the kennedys i'm pretty sure so probably r.i.p to basically all the kennedys i fully believe in the kennedy curse oh no it's real i've read i've read books on it i've watched documentaries on it i i fully believe it Anyways, we need to stop talking about this because this has nothing to do with it. <laughs> um, we are talking about Gossip Girl. That's true. There's like nothing else to discuss from this episode because it was so... No, because the episode was all... It was all... Um... I know the first thing we're going to bring up in the next episode, though. The whole first episode was all... Um... Oh my god, there's a word. It's a literary term. Exposition. It's mm. all exposition and very little action. Yes. The first thing I want to discuss in the next episode is the recasting of Eleanor Waldorf. And it was perfect. It was so good. Anyway, <laughs> okay, so that's all I got to say for this one. All I have to say. Yep. My notes are done. Yep. Okay. Um, I don't Where know. can people find us, Jill? All we have right now is Instagram. Um. <laughs> On Instagram, we're at the Ultimate Insiders. And Katie, are you gonna make a TikTok? Yeah. All right, we'll be on. Sure. Hopefully, at the Ultimate Insiders, if it's available. If not, hopefully, it'll be something else. Um, I won't make a Twitter because I think Twitter is terrifying and toxic and horrendous. Um, but yeah. So, thanks for listening or watching. If you're watching this on YouTube, I don't know whatever you're doing if you want to follow me um on instagram i'm at complete katie and then on tiktok i'm at katie fornia i put your wrong instagram handle in our instagram bio that's embarrassing mm-hmm. i'll fix that anyways um my my personal instagram my personal social media is at it's jill hayes on all platforms yeah. and until next time bye bye